partner Foy. What up? Today we're talking about drama in the Buckeye State. Week two in Mannywood. We're checking in on the NFL minicamp. The MLB trade deadline just happened, so we'll give an update on that. And we have the Hold My Whistle Hall of Fame nominee updates. The date is August 1st, Bone Thug and Harmony Day. One of 12. One of 12. It's the first of the month. So cash your checks and come on? I always thought it was get on. Yeah, no, it's uh, cash your checks and come on. How good is Bone Thugs and Harmony? Uh, probably the best thing to ever come out of Cleveland. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. I mean, they were they put Cleveland on the map long before LeBron James was around. Such a good group. One of my favorite, like, if, rap groups in general, there's only a handful, like Wu-Tang, you know, and... Bone Thugs is right there for me. Oh, totally. I mean, you just, they, the 1999 Eternal, you know. You, oh, East 1999. Uh-huh. And it's like <laughs> Mo Murder. Um, so what are the chances that you could remember a whole song or like even a verse? It was so hard to understand what they were saying. Uh, if you didn't look at the lyrics, you have no idea what's going on in that song unless it's, uh, oh God, what's the taller one with the dreads? Busy, Busy Bone. Busy Bone. Not not crazy bone. Then, oh, I don't know any others. There's wish, lazy, uh, busy, and I want to say there's a crazy bone. crazy. Oh, there's definitely a crazy bone. Yeah. Do you remember when which one came through Builton? And they went to the the old car dealership and they found what well, they. And it's true. It is in Builton on Avenue of the Flags. There's a used car dealership who has awesome six four Impalas ready to go. Oh, totally. Chevy trucks. Just classics. Yeah. I wanna, layers and I want to say it was Lazy Bone. Yeah. And he's like, Middle America, you never know when you're going to find some. Exactly. That, that, was, that, that was a shout out to Billy Pelton for uh, sharing that on Facebook. Oh, it was, that's huge. That's so, super funny. Um, but yeah, first of the month, you know, try to get in some Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. If, if you've never heard First of the Month by Bone Thugs and Harmony, I highly suggest you download it and listen to it. What's your favorite Bone Thugs Harmony song? Oh, uh, you like the country one, don't you? Oh yeah, Ghetto Cowboy. But that's <laughs> that's Mo Thugs. That's Mo Thugs. That's not just okay. That's not just Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's off the Mo Thugs. You see, I always loved For the Love of Money. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, it's one. I of mean, my you can't go wrong with Thuggish Roguish Bone. Oh, that was their first like mainline or mainstream, not mainline. I'm pretty sure it was their main mainstream single. Can Can you knock out a verse? Of Thuggish Reddish Bone? And, just give me one verse, Sean. Hit, spit me. Hit, hit, I don't know what the kids say this day, but something about bars. Oh. Spit me some bars, Sean. Uh, I can't spit bars just, for just, shit. Just, you put me on the spot like that. Jesus Christ. I need a little background. I, if I had it in the background, I could do Ghetto Cowboy a little bit. But... Uh, uh, super difficult. It's super it's, difficult. It's it's hard. Like, and I, if anybody could see me right now, I'm probably beat red because I would totally fuck that up and get made fun of <laughs> relentlessly by my peers. So I'm gonna pass on the bone thug. Yeah, bars. no, I wouldn't want to do that too. That's tough. Um, but yeah, it's the first of the month. Bone thugs and harmony day. Also, we have some big news. Very big news. Just announced that Sean and I. Hold my whistle. Have become official ambassadors of sleeve compression wear. Yeah, that's it's a pretty good move for us because we're all about that swag, you know. We I, come fitted with accessories. Totally. Uh, I I rock a sleeve headband, 
every throughout show the, throughout the World Cup. Uh, we wore our Peru, Peru arm sleeves, sleeve. and if if you don't know what arm sleeves are, it's kind of like a compression shirt with no shirt. It's just a sleeve. It's just a sleeve. It's just a sleeve. So you know, there was a shirt that's sleeveless shirts or just a tee. Yeah. Boom, you have a sleeve. Yeah. Just fill that space. Yeah, no tea needed. You know, if you need to cover up tattoos, like if your work doesn't let you show your tattoos, you need a... Well, you know who the first one was of that? Allen Iverson. Oh, totally. Well, he I, it was he had t- to cover up his tats. He, he had to cover up his tats. And everyone was like, "Is he just wearing a sleeve?" And then it was Kobe. And then oh, and then it just went crazy. It's yeah. it's it, it's the look. You, if you don't have a sleeve on in any sport, oh yeah, it's 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 a way to accessorize yourself without having it considered adornment, and especially in the high school game because you can't wear wristbands anymore unless it's on your wrist. Who the fuck wears yeah, a wristband has, on your wrist? It has to hold the plays, or it has to be on your wrist. The rules for that are so insane. Well, in you know Central many? California, yeah, but once you hit LA and farther south, it, that doesn't matter. They accessorize really well. It's yeah. LA. You have to. You have to look good to play good, like Dion says. Look good, play good, play good, good, eat good. That too. Everything good. Yeah, so, I mean, sleeve, it's a way to up your game, it's a way to look good, and it's not, it's not just football accessories, it's, it's got um, shorts, it's got compression uh, undergarments, it's got socks, uh, they're working on a whole line. Oh yeah, if your kid is about to play, you know, YFL or Pop Warner football, sleeve is such a cool option, they have, you know. Multiple arrangement of colors, and then they have some cool graphics. Oh, and you can customize your order. You you can. Aren't you getting some pirate? I I custom had, stuff. I customized personal sleeve. I'm getting a Jolly Roger with black and orange sleeve made. If you up. don't know what a Jolly Roger is, it's a skull and crossbones. It's the skull and crossbones. I, it took me a long time to figure out what the Jolly Roger was. I always thought it was the name of a sh- of the ship, but it turns out it's just the flag. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I got I got a few made. The whole my whistle guys are gonna get some, and some of the football coaches are gonna get some. They came out really badass. Paulo, I think, is the only one who's seen the proof. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with your design skills. Yeah, well, I I worked I worked one on one with someone from their design department, and they worked with you pretty easily, right? Uh, yeah, through some emails, you know, I caught them in some off time. Um, but there was a little delay in between just the time of the week, kind of on a Friday. I had to wait till Monday kind of thing, but, uh, I got very quick responses and they mocked them up the way I liked. Yeah. You got to check out sleeve.com. It's pretty accessible as far as the uh, communication in the chat, um, format, right? Yeah. They got, they have a good, uh, window chat that you can do online and they'll get back to you fairly quickly. The prices are already affordable, but because hold my whistle has become ambassadors. We have just been given a promo code for 40% off your first purchase of sleeves. So the our promo code is HMW. Hold my whistle. It's an acronym. Yes. HMW40. Fote. Four zero. Not to percent be symbol. With rapping Fote. Rapping Fote. Um, yeah. You, go to sleeves.com. Check it out. Use HMW40. Four zero, when you uh, check out your sleeves, you know, bundle it up. It's already super affordable. If your kid is playing any sport, it's pretty fun. Have them check out the website or her. You know, the compression gear goes from pants, their shorts, socks. Uh, if they're playing football, they have cool mouthpieces even. They're just customizing 
all the accessories you've ever wanted when you're playing sports. And it's like I said, it's already affordable. And Hold My Whistle is giving you a promo code to save 40% off all your first purchases. So check it out. Yeah, we're super excited about that. Actually, uh, I'm going to have uh, Elise buy me some shorts. And you, you know, I don't even know what else I'm going to get, but I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's I love when you get 40% off. That's like a clearance Oh yeah, so it's like the stuff's already pretty affordable as it as it is. But you taking forty percent off of nothing, it's like stock up, forty percent off, guys. <laughs> when do you get that? Sleeves. It's s l e e f s dot com. Check it out. Um, yeah, let's go on from there, guys. Uh, Sean, let's get into the show today. Oh, absolutely, it's time for our starting lineups. All right, so I'll start that today, like I typically do. Um, my starting lineup for today is the New York Yankees. Call me a homer, but you're such a Yankee guy. Uh, you know, uh, you know, for for us starting a West Coast show and trying to represent the West, you love that East Coast team hey, so much. You know, like I say, the only team I like from California is the USC Tro- Trojans. Um, but back to the Yankees. Uh, the winners, in my opinion, of the trade deadline. Uh, they made some big moves, and I was listening to some Tim Kirkjian. If you don't know who Tim Kirkjian is. Is it Kirkjian? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I think it's three syllables. It's close enough. But he's the guy with the little squeaky. <laughs> he's the guy with the little squeaky voice that just has no business talking about baseball, but the dude knows his shit. Um, they made some big acquisitions. They got Lance Lynn from the Twins, former starter for the Cardinals. They're going to put him in the bullpen for now, and when he's ready to start, they got another good arm coming out. Uh, they picked up J.A. Happ from the Blue Jays. The dude has been on point the last few years up in Toronto. And the big reason I think that pickup was so good, uh, according to Tim Kirkton, he, he brought up the fact that he is a Red Sox killer. His he's gone 17 and a third scoreless against the Red Sox in his last like two or three outings. And the the Yankees have at least 12 to 15 more games against Boston. Dude, so that's, I, that's, I love it when teams make moves just to go after the rival. Oh, totally. And, and even their final pickup, they picked up Zach Britton, the former closer from the Orioles. Uh, they picked him up. So Houston couldn't get him. So Boston couldn't pick him up. I mean, that's total cock blocking everybody in the league. So big props to Brian Cashman, the GM for the Yankees, picking up those guys, like bolstering an already impressive uh, pitching staff. And so, where's New York in the standings? They're only like what four or five games back. No, they're uh, they're one one to two games behind Boston. Uh, Boston is like seventy two and thirty three, something ridiculous like that. Not not. Uh, Maybe not that much because I don't think they're quite at the hundred game mark. And yet. New York is at sixty-eight and thirty-seven. Like you know, with these moves, this could be the push they need to get. Yeah, they already have a very impressive bullpen to begin with, and the acquisition of these three dudes uh, that just makes their bullpen even better. And to go and to top it all off, they didn't have to get rid of any of their top prospects. So I mean, that's huge. They didn't have to get rid of Andujar, Glaber Torres. Um, so all the big pieces still in place, even with Aaron Judge on the shelf being hurt right now, the Yankees are still looking pretty formidable in the East. So you've been a Yankee fan forever. I've always seen you, I think, with one or two Yankee. How old is your most recent Yankee hat? 
Uh, four years old, I think. Okay. And the one before that? Uh, my wife went to New York probably eight years ago, and she... Oh, oh. So, so you've been getting hooked up, because the, when I met you, you had the crustiest Yankee hat. Oh, totally. I've, I've and had, it was, like, early 2000s, so you used to cock it sideways and look like you were part of, like, a 90s, <laughs> 80s pop punk band. <laughs> so bad. I think I've only had four Yankee hats in my life, and it spanned... Like at least fifteen years. Really, right? the oh, one she bad. the one she brought me was, it was the inaugural season of the new new, new Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And it had the emblem on the back. It was sick, and it just got crusty and old. From well, wearing. we wear hats. Yeah, I wear. Like there's certain things I try to keep clean. I have certain shoes I try to keep clean, but hats, they just they go through it. You 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 just can't keep a hat. And I'm clean. a sweater. I get that brim all brown instantly. And I'm not gonna wash it because if you wash it, then it's gonna fit like shit. Do you have any Yankee jerseys or no. t-shirts? I'm not really a Yankee. The baseball jerseys are just it's a hard. It's not fun it, to wear. It's hard to rock. I mean, it's girls a button up. Yeah, it's it's like button up and shit. I don't want to wear that. <laughs> no. I mean, unless you get the cheesy like shirt kind, but that's I just love like, the shirt kind because I can just go through them. Yeah, no, I won't do that. Uh, I'd rather just rock the hat. I don't need to. I don't need to prove. My but it, okay, so let's say you were gonna get a Yankee jersey. What number do you wear on the back? Who are you wearing? Who who do I go first? Yeah, uh, I think you have to go with the captain. Captain, yeah, you, I, gotta, I, I was, <laughs> you gotta go with the captain, Derek Jeter. Dude's a man. Twenty, like nineteen, twenty years in the same spot in on the biggest stage in baseball. Come on, I mean that's a, that's a no brainer to me. It's so easy, huh? I mean. Never any drama or any like ill will towards Derek Jeter in the media. The dude was just like the consummate pro, always like doing the right thing. And look, now he's now he's running the Marlins. Yeah. So that's and he gave away John Carlos Stanton to his favorite team. Hey, but the thing of that is, is you look at a team with a very weak roster like the Marlins, you're getting rid of your biggest contract to where you can go out and get some middle of the road kind of guys and yeah. build a squad. All right. Well, I guess it's my time for my starting lineup. Okay, it's going to be a. This, you haven't heard this name. It's Marlicia Ortiz. This is Le'Veon Bell's girlfriend. <laughs> okay, so Le'Veon Bell is obviously holding out from the Pittsburgh Steelers. So what does she do? She gets her man. She flies her, him out to Miami. They're on the strip. She takes him to a strip club and just lets him have fun, you know? They're strip, you know he's in this, and there's video of this. <laughs> They're in the strip club. He's got the lap dance going on, and all you see is this chick with a fat back tattoo, you know, the booty shaking. You know, there's a the big blackout symbol, you know, tons of cash on the floor. And Marlicia is, you know, just in, enjoying her boyfriend getting the lap dance, and she's filming it, <laughs> you know? So she's not against it at all. I think that is awesome. To have one of your girls just like, well, I'm sure, you know, I'm not saying that he has multiple. <laughs> you but, sure? You sounded pretty convincing I, right there. It, hold my whistle is not making any announcements on Le'Veon Bell's relationship status. <laughs> <laughs> That's up for TMZ, but, not us. But, you know, that, how cool is it to be able to go into a strip club with, with, with your girl and enjoy it professionally and like, like a normal people? On the East Coast, it's like a normal thing. I guess so. I mean, like in Atlanta. Oh yeah, they they just it's like a hot Atlanta for a reason. Oh yeah, so uh, not that it's my favorite thing to talk about one of my exes, but you know me and my buddy Teddy, uh, we went up to San Francisco and we both had our significance at the time, and we went into a strip club and like it, everyone was down for it, 
You know, it wasn't my idea. There was a strip club after one bar. It was just in the row of bars we were Did going you, into. Wasn't, wasn't that the time you went after like a Warriors game or something? No. This was this was actually like a weekend planned. We got to hotel rooms. We're going to a couple clubs. Um, it was fun, right? But I was like, oh, let's go to the strip club. And I was like, sweet. I happened to be financially stable at the time. <laughs> you know, I didn't even have to go into the ATM. I actually had a stack of, you know, fives and ones in my wallet. I don't know what happened. There's just, you need cash in the city. What are you doing with so many fives? I was a bar. I was bartending. Oh, okay. I was bartending. Oh, there goes me. And he my hit, hits the table. Stink. Getting so excited about talking about a strip club. <laughs> so we walk into the strip club and I only do it one way. I'm walking in, whoom, I throw my money up in the air. You make it. You know, it's, it's probably about 750. I know some coins came out. <laughs> did, you, did you hurt anybody? No with the one silver? got hurt, but I try to get my coins back. You never know when you need to like a parking meter. You know what I mean? I'm sure there was also pay phones you could use with oh, those for. No, you know, I'm too cheap, man. I'm, going, I'm calling 1-800-COLLECT. <laughs> Gone are those days, man. Uh, how, you know, seriously. Certain kids, millennials, will never know what it's like. Man, I need to communicate with someone, yeah. but I'm stuck in the middle of this freaking shopping center, you know, or wherever you're at. You, you need to call mom or dad. You need a ride. Yeah. Practice well, is over. Those kids will ever know to make a collect call is if they're locked up. Right. <laughs> this like, is such and such prison. Collect call. Oh, how, many, how many songs are on, on hip hop? I can't, I can't even think of the one. There's one I listen to all the time. That's like. Must not be that good because you can't even remember yeah, the fucking name know. of it. Well, you know, of course we're doing our traditional drink. I'm not going to mention it right now, but my memory's not solid. But the, anyways, let's go back to the strip club. Okay. That's where my mind's at. Strip club. Everyone else's idea. I go in there. I throw my money up. And all of a sudden I get stink eyes. <laughs> like, what the hell did I do? This wasn't my idea. What did you think I was going to do? Like, you take me into a basketball court. I'm going to play basketball. You take me to a strip club. I want to get dances, and I want to put money into lingerie. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm just saying. So That's like putting a steak in front of a dog and telling him not to eat it. You know what I mean? I love the smell of cheap perfume. <laughs> I like neon lights. Okay. And strip clubs always have awesome music pumping. Yeah. Uh, you, could, you can definitely say you that. You know? Like, seriously, imagine if you were, like, an up-and-coming DJ. Boom. I'd probably get a job at a strip club. Yeah, it's a Just good start. Just working on my skills. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah. So I'm going to give it up, my starting lineup. Marlicia Ortiz, congratulations for making my starting lineup. Right, that, that's a good pick, Paulo. Paulo. Oh, by the way, you know, yes, she's a professional girlfriend or wife. She is a dime. She is awesome. She's look her up. I'm gonna put actually we're posting a picture on our Instagram as I speak. Okay. She is fine as hell. Good for Paulo. Always keeping it off the wall in our segments. You gotta respect that. <laughs> Meanwhile, here I am, the traditional stiff, you know, keeping it keeping it to the sports world. Um I'll go we'll go into the riding the pine segment. Sit down. Sit. I'm gonna go a little different this time. Oh, you're okay. I'm taking a page out of your book. <laughs> It's more of a pamphlet or a trifold. Or, <laughs> or it's just a post-it pad right now. <laughs> it's a post-it pad. Um, my, my riding the pine this week is Santa Barbara County. Santa Barbara County just implemented this no straw law. Oh, my gosh. Restaurants are no longer allowed to use plastic straws based off of uh, nine-year-olds research, I think is what I read. Are you kidding me? I didn't even know that. Yeah, nine-year-old rotted up. 
straws are now being banned in restaurants in Santa Barbara County, and the memes alone on Facebook are hilarious. It's, it's, it's so crazy that we're in the hub of, like, this national news. Living in Santa Barbara County, it's only, you know, we get affected by this. Totally, and it's, it's just ludicrous. Uh, you can, restaurant owners get fined and look at, are looking at jail per time per, per, straw. per straw. It's, it's, <laughs> it's asinine. It's just fucking stupid. It is so like funny. you got, you got cities like San Francisco starting to look into it now. Well, too. yeah, you would think, okay, Hey, I, I understand. Hey, we are, you know, a liberal state. Yeah. But out of all the cities in California, for us to be the first ones, you know, you're thinking Oakland, Berkeley, San Francisco, San Jose, San LA. Cruz, LA. I don't think LA would, you know, but anyways, for us to be the first. And make national headlines about fucking straws. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I watched, I watched a, an, not really an interview, but kind of a video. Straw pollution makes up less than 1% of the total pollution found on the West Coast. One percent, and then you know there's there's the floating mass of trash that float that floats in the Pacific. It's right, the but size it's closer of, to New Zealand than it is to us, right? Uh, I don't know exactly where it is, but they say it's like the size of France. Oh, it's huge. It's it's huge. The video of it is disturbing. Like, don't get me wrong. Hold my whistle. Wants a clean earth. Yes, yes, but our the United States contribution to that um pollution in the ocean is less than 2%. Well, cuz isn't the Asian countries just yeah, everybody with it? Every, everybody just dumps they in, dump the in the ocean. So, meanwhile, we're the ones that suffer for it. You uh, know what I used to love that also got rid of? The the, the hand soaps and the face washes with the BBs. Oh, those, yeah. those got banded too. Why? Because well fi- banded like they were banded yeah. like a duck or just banned. Band. Band. It's a hard D at the end. It's a B A N N E D. <laughs> Anyways. Band. The micro BBs. Those that were great. Exfoliate. Those were great. Oh, yeah. They used to be in any, everything. Sanitizers. You know, they were, I don't know if it was scent, if it helped make my hands softer, but they were there. You could, I like the look of them. Uh, I, felt, I felt more clean. Fish, fish were, you know, you'd, you'd find people were catching fish and you'd see the BBs inside the fish. Really? Well, all, maybe the fish smelled better. Maybe it was marinating. Seriously, I mean, it was it toxic? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it made ceviche. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, now they put straws in this. Yeah, I'm. Um, is like, it who wants to go to a restaurant? First off, you know, I don't go to the best restaurants. I can't afford it. And I'm looking at the glassware. I don't want to drink out of that cup. Yeah, I mean, give me a straw. And some places have those paper straws. It's like. The the shit's soggy halfway through your drink. If it's like I like drinking out of straws. And guess what? I live in Santa Barbara County. You know how many places don't have free refills? Uh, most of them. And now I have this soggy ass paper straw. I don't know what to do. Yeah, cocktails are different. I can go without a straw. Yeah, cocktail because it's alcohol. Yeah, it's it's getting purified. Exactly. But if I'm if I want typically if I don't get a cocktail with like a lunch. I go Arnold Palmer. Oh, it's refreshing, especially right now because it's so fucking hot. It's named ref- after an athlete. Exactly. You know, good old Arnie, you know, props to him creating a drink that's so delicious. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and Long Island iced teas. There's so many different iced teas out there that I love. Oh, raspberry, and, you know, raspberry iced tea. Oh, now I'm thinking about Arizona. I, I, iced that's tea? exactly what I was thinking. I was like, not, you cannot be. How many ounces is that talk? The first talk can I ever enjoyed in my life was oh, in Arizona yeah. for 99 cents. And the price has never changed. It's 99. still 99 cents. 
except true if, American value right there. Unless you go to other, some, oh, there's one other value out there. Forty percent off sleeves. Forty <laughs> percent off sleeves is awesome. Back to the Arizonas. If you go to some random store and they're trying to charge you like a dollar forty nine for it, that's bullshit. Because you just say, "Look at the can." It says They've done that cents. before. I've seen p- people have done that. I've got out of it though. Like they're the only time in my life I try to barter. It's like, dude, the fucking can says ninety nine cents. Well, you know, I've uh, in back home, I seen the liquor store owner. Actually, you know, it's a hot summer and maybe they ran out of drinks. But you know, he's on a Safeway buying bulk drinks. I'm like, I see you, homie. <laughs> Don't you dare. I guess you're down the street from me. I walk into your place all the time sweating. And I'm gonna buy my I'm gonna buy those drinks you have in the cart from you. At do face not, value. Don't do not pump up the price. Yeah. It's yeah, like you said, it's labeled on the can. I'm gonna give it up to Arizona. Still doing big things. Oh. That's that's so good. That that shit. Yeah. Well, straws. Yeah. So actually, uh we're doing our our whiskey time drink, but we're we did a commemorative straw in our glass. Yeah, you'll see the photo on Instagram as soon as the show's over. We're rebels, Sean. Yo, you got you got to live dangerously. You have to live dangerously. So I'm trying to pick up as many straws from like restaurants that are still wrapped in paper, <laughs> and you know I'm just living crazy. It's funny. I went by McDonald's the other day. Did and they not give you a straw? No, they gave me a straw. I wonder how that's going to work for them. Oh, they're a powerhouse company. What are they? Uh, are they just going to give us sippy cups? <laughs> what is the state of California going to take on McDonald's and all the major chain restaurants is, for giving out straws? Dude, and isn't this all also because of that that turtle video? You know, I was thinking, I was thinking that, that it was. Same an, I thing. felt so bad for that turtle. But those are coffee straws. Oh, this was like little. There, there oh were the little my. stirrer straws. So. And an, another another negative to this straw band is the the handicap the handicap the people that need straws to drink because what either, happened if you had your jaw broken and your and your jaw shut right I mean what if what if you're disabled and you can't lift up the cup you're gonna need a straw right I mean there's people in wheelchairs and there's people who are physically unable what other uses of straws are there well I'm sure there's science fair projects. Yeah, there's also the cocaine projects, um, or they can use dollar bills if you want to go yeah. that route. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to take it to a Johnny Depp movie, what? What? There was an athlete. There's a hundred dollar bill with residue on it. You always find that out. Just have a strike, toss it out the window. Guess what? You never get caught, kid. Exactly. There's no incriminating evidence that mm-hmm. way. None. So, uh, so yeah, that's my tangent on straws, Paulo. Who's on? Who's on? Who's riding the pine for you? Oh, riding the pine. Big news in the NBA. Puma Athletic Wear has made a big push to get NBA players signed under them. And Puma is a popular brand in other sports, but they just released the new look for some other athletes, and it's hideous. In in the infamous words, hideous. I was giving. I was giving. I ha, I was hoping that Puma would come through. I like Puma. Certain Pumas, Puma Kings, soccer cleats, and. You know, if I when I used to think I was a break dancer, I used to wear some Pumas back in junior high. You know, the Puma freaking warm up fit. I looked okay. I even had some Usain Bolt Puma running shoes when I tried to. I used to work out. It used to be fast. Oh, but I'm gonna. In the infamous words of our friend Rekka, <laughs> they're trash. They are trash. Disc. I I was hoping for like better technology, like a stint, a solid shoe. 
They this look. Is they bad. look like. They look like Keds. They look like they serve an orthopedic function. Oh, they, they are terrible. Put them in the Payless shoe rack on sale. Find them at Ross. And you know who they have? Terry Rozier, from the Boston Celtics. You know they got a. They got a handful. Well, I think they had four or five rookies. They got Marvin Bagley the third. They got DeAndre Ayton from Arizona, and Jay Z is one of the. You know, one of the main guys helping them out. Do they have a big Puma plane? Jesus. They getting all these athletes. They're pushing big money, and these shoes look like they're ten fifty. Oh, they're horrible. It's a look. BOGO deal, right? It's not as good as our deal. Not on sleeves. No, not forty percent off. <laughs> Promo code HMW forty. <laughs> Don't mind the dead air. I just can't stop laughing. His face is hilarious right now. Yeah. So. Puma basketball footwear is on my riding the pine. Just right, I can't do it. I can't do so. it. I can't do it. Rightfully so. It's, They're fucking it's garbage. Me. They're fucking garbage. Have you ever worn a pair of Pumas? Uh, Puma suede's are classic. Never. I love the Puma suede. Never. Oh, because I wasn't a Pele. I didn't play soccer, so I was never into Puma gear. Why would I need Puma gear? I Did you ever played. try to break break dance? Well, I can barely dance to begin with. I'm not. I'm not saying I won't go out and do it. You you dance like a cholo. Hey, elbows up, side to side, dude. <laughs> That's your move. That's though. my move, and I'm and I can do it. I'll uh, go. I'll go out on any song. I've seen dance. you in a suit and tie, bow tie. A couple weddings we've been to, and you just like, hey, elbows up, and you did it before the song even came out. Exactly, it's been your move for a long time. I, I want to say, I want to say they got that from me. <laughs> they could have. And you know you wear the thick headband. Yeah, you a have, lot. You have to. You know when you got, when you have voluptuous hair like I do, even though it's short. <laughs> you know you got to keep it out of your face. Oh, uh, but yeah. So Puma, sit down. Yeah, that's that's trash. But even bigger news on the horizon for us is like like we said in the intro, the drama in the Buckeye State once again. Urban Meyer coming under fire. <laughs> You like the alliteration right there? <laughs> this guy, you know, you see him and you think, hey, he's the all-American coach. I'd love for my kid to go and play for him. He, you, he coached Tan Tebow. He always has winning guy. programs. He, he's always a, a part of a winning program, and he keeps it going. He's one, probably one of the best recruiters in the nation, obviously. He's, you know, a winning program, national champ. Didn't they win the— no, they didn't win. No, they didn't win it. But for they, uh, no, they won it a uh, a couple years ago. But Just, it's like, look at there was he he left Utah amidst some some calamity. He went to Florida, and the rumors at Florida was is when Aaron Hernandez was yeah. there. Like he he had knowledge of Aaron Hernandez doing ain't showing up high on Angel oh, Dust to practice and just, a, yeah. You know, just letting his guys get away. And then, like, a few years back, it was the free tattoos and the memorabilia thing. And and now the newest knock on him is the, Secrets. the, the witnessing or alleged knowledge, knowledge of oh, his uh, coach's name. Um, but his coach, uh, it's a domestic violence. Yeah, he was excused from the coaching staff with char- facing charges of domestic violence. It's just administrative leave, though. Do you think this is it for him in Ohio State? Absolutely not. No, he's not going anywhere, you know. But how tough is it to be a college coach, you know, other, you know, or just under any school? Like, if you're a primetime high school coach or whatever, there is secrets out there. Everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Oh, my gosh. I mean. It's not like, like Joe Paterno. Oh, you totally. Know, on I a mean, whole other spectrum that, of things. That, that's on, like, the farthest end of shit. You know, the Michigan State gymnastics thing, people knew. 
People knew. Well, look, um, look at look at the pitcher from the Atlanta Braves the other day. Uh, I want to say his name's Sean Newcomb. He would he pitched eight and two thirds of uh, no hitter. He gave up a hit in the ninth inning, and then after the game, some text messages or tweets surfaced about him using a homophobic slur from 2011. Are you kidding me? I mean, seven years ago, the dude was probably just coming out of high school, and they're tracking all this, like... Well, yeah, you tweet something it's five, forever. years ago, it's there. It's forever. You put shit on the internet, it's there forever. So, if you're listening... Don't put stupid shit on, out on the internet. You know, don't incriminate yourself. Don't make yourself look like an asshole more than you probably already are. How many kids are going to decommit from Ohio State because of this kind of thing? I think they'll lose quite a few. Depending on the status of Urban Meyer, that, that's a potential game changer. Right. I mean, kids are going there just just for him. And the fact that his status is uncertain moving forward, you know, that puts the whole program in jeopardy. Yeah. Uh Ohio State drama. Yeah. I don't know. We hope it get, you know, I always like the Ohio State, Michigan. They, you know, they're one of the better teams. I want to, but I always like, like watching them. I want to watch them play. I like, yeah, watching exactly. them I want to watch them play. They're a primetime team. Exactly. But I want to watch them lose. They're not like, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not an o, Ohio State guy. I loved it when Baker went there last year and put the flag down in the middle of the O. Oh, yeah, dude. That, that is some fucking swag and just, you know, call it cocky, call it arrogant, but the dude competes. So in bet- between Ohio State and Michigan, you go to Michigan? Um, I could care less who wins that fucking game. Big Ten football to me is just the worst. The worst? The worst. It's we- almost as bad as watching the SEC. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, let's run the ball 80 times a game. This but you got to admit, they have, they're pretty close to the best fans in the nation. Oh, dude, they they're selling out hundred and forty thousand like capacity crowds. The rivalries, yeah, I, I I give them that. The tradition, the traditions. I there. would love to go to a Big Ten rivalry game. Oh yeah, the the traditions there. I mean, unless you're a Minnesota Go- Golden Gopher fan. Um, <laughs> Who? What? So, what's your big team squad? Big Ten squad. If I had to choose a Big Ten squad, uh-huh. oh shit, um, I don't know. Uh, you see, for me, it's kind of easy. I I know that they're they've been in. Real bad controversy in the last decade, but I'm a Penn State guy. Yeah. I love linebacker you. I you know see, it's hard for me to fade away. Like, we took, you know, well, we, I'm not part of the team, but, you know, the whole Paterno, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Jerry Sandusky yeah. uh, problem, you know, put a big black mark, but. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the linebackers are good. They, you know, they just put out Saquon Barkley. They got the McSorley kid at quarterback. Um, no, nah, I mean. <sighs> It's just so hard. You can't for even me. pick a team. That's how bad I, you if, hate if, the Big Ten. If I had to, if I absolutely had to, I mean, I like Kirk Ferentz and what he's done in Iowa. But watching an Iowa offensive game is like watching fucking paint dry. It is the most boring it thing. Is. It, they get they pound the ball. Those linemen are oh, their O lines legit and they play solid defense. Super if, physical and they're all white. Uh, mostly not really. Come on, the the quarterback, yes, and maybe a couple <laughs> linemen. <laughs> But no, I not, mean, nothing, not, not this, you know, that's not a problem with anything. It just is, it, you don't see it very often. Exactly. My, my thing is, is it's too boring. I can't say Iowa. If I had to choose one, it'd be Michigan State. Not to mention in the program, 
you know, yeah. Alvin Mack. Gets Alvin Mack loses his NFL career because of an offensive lineman from Iowa. I'm not going to – the goal stickers from Iowa are awesome, by the way, too. Oh, the Hawkeye stickers they And have? they have the lightning bolt as well. They they do combo combo ones. Yeah, they, they just started the lightning bolt thing, I think, right? No. They've had it for a while. It's in the program. The guy that takes them out. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I never quite paid attention. I was just so heartbroken that Alvin Mack was lost for the season. I know. I mean, nobody talked better shit than Alvin Mack. Oh, give me a line. What did Alvin Mack say? Don't think I don't recognize you, 23. Boo butt motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to split your gut open and watch you die. Oh, my goodness. Kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Can open up a whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Well, well I, you know, not a real athlete, but one of the best shit talkers of all time. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. Okay, so that's up for the, you know, Ohio State drama. You know, we hope everything works out, and I, know, I'd hope, hopefully the law handles it. I hope it doesn't work out for Ohio State. I hope— uh, You want to see it just crumble? I, I, I hope he gets fired. I okay. hope he gets fired. Because if that's a Pac-12 school, like, Do somebody's vacating a Heisman Trophy, somebody's losing their job. Good point. I mean— well, does, You know, does Ermit—didn't he have, like, some medical issues? Does he faint or something because of this? Or, like, have a heart condition? No. He's, uh, he, had, well, no he took he, a leave he, of absence. He did take That's a leave of saying. absence for he health. Might, this might be a little, you know. Either that this or might he, be a little much for him. Either that or he's got another deal on the table with another big school that he's, he's going to take to the promised land. Oh, my goodness. All right. Enough with the Ohio State rant. Okay. Uh, so we've been following a big trade in, uh, in Major League Baseball. You know, I know a lot of our friends down here are Dodgers fans. It's our week two update of Manny Wood. I, I'm patenting that name if it hasn't been used yet. I came up with that off the cuff. I'm, pre- I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, I, no one heard you say it. Oh. I said it first, so we'll Both. combo patent it. Sure. All right, so the Dodgers, they're making some big moves. Uh, the, obviously, the acquisition of, of Manny Machado is a big move. Uh, but recently, I think today or yesterday, they acquired Brian Dozier, the, tw- the Twins' second baseman. Power hitting second baseman, decent in the field. Uh, they got rid of Logan Forsyth, who is a pretty um, handy guy, plays multiple positions. Uh, I think the acquisition of Dozier is kind of a lateral move. You know, they lose a little bit in the field, getting a little more power. But Dozier's kind of a feast or famine kind of hitter, you know, middle of the road batting average, but good power numbers. Uh, they did, however, pick up a reliever, John Axford. Back in the day, he was a closer for the Milwaukee Brewers. He was he was decent for a while. Uh, kind of took a, a tumble and couldn't find his strike zone. Get roped, rocked a lot. Um, so he's bounced around a few teams, but I think it'll help bolster their, their bullpen. Um, Manny, however, has been kind of slumping. Yeah, he's got, what, one hit in the last three games? Yeah, they, um, they had a, a series against the Brewers this week. Brewers are legit. They're playing great ball. Uh, they're pitching, however suspect it may be. They are overperforming, in my opinion. They don't have like a true staff ace, but you know their lineup in terms of hitting is just ridiculous. You know, with the addition of Christian Yelich from the Marlins, you know they got a little bit of power, some speed, a guy who's on base. The emergence again of Lorenzo Cain, the guy they got from Kansas City in the the top of the order. Guy gets on, scores runs, steals bases, hits for a little bit of power, and plays a good center field too. And then uh, the emergence of Jesus Aguilar, the first baseman. I want to say it's Jesus Aguilar. I know his last name's Aguilar, but he was in the home run derby. Dude's got some power, plays a decent first base. Um, 
<coughs> excuse me, uh, they're doing they're doing some big things up there. So they took two of three, I think, from the Dodgers this week. Um, Dodgers kind of kind of trying to find their way with the pitching staff, uh, getting Kershaw back into the swing of things, trying to get the ERA down. His biggest thing over the last couple of years is he's been giving up way too many home runs. It's turning into Fernando Valenzuela all over. <laughs> that's what the Dodgers do. You know, they're going to ride him until there's nothing left. So that's that's my take on, on that situation. Did you hear, uh, what was his ex-teammate, uh, Scope? Jonathan Scope Did from the Orioles. Yeah, for, well, now he got traded, I think, to the Brewers. Um, and they're going to see each other soon. And, uh, you know, Manny's like, hey, I'm going to see you. And I'm going to beat you. But they've been they've been teammates like their whole career. And yeah, Manny, you know, I like to see Manny have a little bit of fire, be on a new team and trying to represent. And not that I'm a Dodgers fan. Yeah. Paul is Bay Area. I'm super Bay Area. You know, I don't know if San Francisco even made a trade in the deadline. The, Doesn't the, matter. The only acquisitions they made were offseason. You know what's cool about the, the, the Giants? Absolutely nothing. Black and orange. That's about the only good thing Boom. they got uh, going So you admit them. it. That's the only good thing they you got You admitted it. Thank you. Okay. So. But we are happy for Manny Machado, and I want to see him do something. Yeah. You know, I don't think they're going to win a World Series. Um, exactly. Yeah, I don't think their pitching's good But enough. I want Manny to lead, you know, the cavalry. I think he's that guy. That's why we're following him. The question Manny is, would. The question is, does he stay? That's the question what that every his, bunch What of, was his contract? Who knows? It's, uh, just, it's just his Oriole contract, right? Yeah. It, it, he's on the verge of signing a massive deal. Wh- whoever re-signs him, it's, it's going to be a large I'm sure number. L.A. is going to put, put you know, a decent offer on the table. Uh, yeah, they have to. Um, Justin Turner's out there, regular third baseman, so they moved Manny over to third base. Um, so that's 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 a good a good spot to fill. I mean, Justin Turner's one of their stalwarts in the infield. He hit guys really come on the last couple of years hitting for power. It really showed uh, losing him last year and for part of this season. Yeah. So you know, who so knows? Manny's the next. You know, it's 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 a natural just upgrade. Yeah. And just make sure you get yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a little uh, backtrack here and go away from sports. Uh, we're we're gonna do a little whiskey time. Whiskey, I'm feeling so good. Oh, this, this was this was a solid drink tonight. So I went to the lo- you know the local liquor store, and I wanted to make a solid investment. You know, and I picked up a bottle of our local Santa Barbara County Distillery. It's made in Buellton. In Buellton. Uh, which is just miles away from Solving, where we record. It's called Breakers. Uh, they have a break, Breakers uh, port barrel whiskey, a wheat whiskey, and then they're just uh, their whiskey bourbon that we got, the black label. It's phenomenal. It's just about just under 60 bucks. You which know, is rather expensive for a bottle of whiskey. Kind of. Ex- uh, you know, for the good stuff, it's, for, it's right there for the, you know, the for, ounces. For a regular. <laughs> you got that? Ounceage, good. I think I, that, I think you just made a new word. I hope so. I, that you know, I know I have broken English, <laughs> but if I ever create a word that gets in the Webster's, I'm just gonna shit on everybody. <laughs> Don't ever correct my spelling. Don't spell check me. You know, and screw all my English teachers. They just didn't know. I put a word in Webster's. Yeah, or at least Urban Dictionary. They, oh yeah, you could get that for sure. I hope so. Okay, so ounceage. Write that down. More bounce for your ounceage. <laughs> <laughs> but I made us a couple of old fashions tonight with the breakers. 
and it's pretty much on point. Now, we've been drinking a handful of whiskey since this, and, you know, this is top of the charts. You know, I wanted to drink it, you know, once we opened up the cork and we smelt it, I was like, hey, I want to drink it neat. You know, and then it's just not our tradition. Yeah, we have, unless it's bottom of the barrel whiskey, you know, if it's not a good, like, mixed cocktail drink. Yeah. Like, when we did Jack Daniel Old Fashions, that was just terrible. Oh, it's disgusting. I love Jack Daniels. I drink Jack Daniels all the time. Oh, yeah. But it's, again, you put that with your Coke, that Coke. Yeah. It's a soda whiskey. Yeah. This, however, was rich, bold. I feel high class. Totally. It's like drinking with your pinkies up for oh. all you Oscar Andrade fans out there. I feel like I got a glass of Chardonnay with my pinkies up in my linen pants and see-through shirt, and I'm sipping it. You're wearing a deep V. A deep you know. V. Probably a pastel color. You know, maybe that canary yellow. <laughs> yellow. <laughs> you yellow-bellied son of a gun. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. This is one of the better old fashions we've had. And I guarantee, I, I'm not guaranteeing, but I'm hoping, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be awesome, neat. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a I've had it a handful of times. Not to mention the whiskey's good. Okay, I think we, we got that point across. Your barman skills are just getting better every time. Thank you. You know, and again, like we've mentioned, you know what, we should make some custom, like, shakers and, like... Well, first, Bar setup. first we need to buy a shaker so I don't have to fucking mix it out of a oh. regular glass. Well, we're moving too, yeah. So we've we've already boxed up all our glassware except for our our, our cocktail drinks, our cocktail cups. Yeah, well, these are what sort this out sellers. Sort this out sellers. You know, uh, my boy Mike owns Sort This Out Sellers. It's a wine bar in in Solvang. We're giving him. He's got free promo right now. Yeah, I don't even know if he knows we have a podcast. Probably not. I think you should hit him up. He's got the tiki room in the back, which is awesome. Like if you ever want to feel like you're out of Solvang, but in the heart of it, you go in the sort this out cellars. It's a a '50s rockabilly themed rock and roll. They always have the movie Swingers playing. Yeah, they got awesome live music. But you go all the way into the back, and they have a tiki bar, and they make wine tiki drinks, and they're good. They're fucking good. Like oh my god. I don't. I don't want to say they're that good, but they're really fucking good. And nothing. So, do you even know? And I'm almost positive. So, Elisa and I, you know, when the shoe store was going, I have a failed business. I'm American. It happened. Hey, you but took a chance, Paul. I took a chance. You know, we closed up the shoe store and we go into Tiki Tuesdays, and they have a drink called Get Late Tonight because it's Hawaiian theme. It's a tiki place. You know, they give you a lay. They make you the drink. It's delicious. And I'm pretty sure after our first night of Tiki Tuesdays of having Get Late Tonight, I created my son Lincoln. <laughs> and we're almost like, if we, we do the math, and we're like, oh my God, we think it was Tiki Tuesday. <laughs> so, uh, again, more free promo for, for Sort This yeah. Out Sellers. So check it out. Sort This Out Sellers, Tiki Tuesdays. Um, but yeah, that's our glassware. Yeah, it's um, the drink itself is good. Oh, you're doing a great job. Thank you. I, you know, once we move into the new place and I set up the bar, I think... I know the perfect guy for it. You. Oh, awesome. As long as we have... See, we're running out of oranges. You know, we need that We need that fresh orange peel to give it a little zest. Well, I know you had a bad experience with uh, the, the whiskey sour. Oh. I know. I don't think I want to do it with the breakers, but I want you to practice a little bit, and I just want to see what a good... Well, it's got to be good somehow. And one technique, you just probably had a bad bartender. No, the bartenders we had in Matuko were, were pretty good. Whiskey soured me just... Was not good. Oh, I mean, I'm not a fan of the sweet drink either. Well, not with whiskey. Um, the you know the only time I ever drink sweet drinks oh, is when I'm on vacation. Try. I need to cut you off. I actually, you know what I want to try? 
is the mint julep. The hell is that? It's what you ha- what you drink at the Kentucky Derby. It's a whiskey drink. Huh. Yeah. Gonna have to Google it. Well. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. No, Store it for I, another I, I time. Think, I think we'll try You know, it, while it's still hot, too, I think the mint jupe is a nice whiskey summer drink. All right. Well, so we'll give go me on that. That's whiskey time. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to uh, get that recipe and maybe uh, give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll go for it. You know, and actually, we uh, have you seen my little, like, potted garden? I have, like, two or three mints up there. You know, mint <laughs> is flowing in the Aglone household. So, all right. So, that's whiskey time. Um Sean, let's talk about the NFL minicamp situation. All right. Um, so, you know, in the world of the NFL, minicamp is in full swing. How many, like, videos do you watch of all these, like, minicamp plays? Uh, I don't watch a lot of videos. I, I, I've had the NFL network on quite a bit. You know, they were doing a big thing in the uh, AFC North today, talking, like, they're jocking the Browns and talking about how they're getting better. If you look at the Browns' starting offense, it's... The skill guys aren't bad. They got oh, you got Landry. Yeah, they got Jarvis Landry, Corey Coleman, Josh Gordon, Gordon. Uh, Carlos Hyde is at running back. I don't know what happened to Isaiah Crowell, but dude, they've Carlos Hyde's a way better back though. Eh, I think so. You, well, because he's an, an he's X Niner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you know, did you see that? Well, did you see the Niner video that you know? There's a lot of films like I mentioned. You know, you just get these snippets on Instagram or Facebook. And Richard Sherman got absolutely destroyed. I didn't see it. I oh. read about it, but I didn't see the video. I heard he got smoked by Marquise Goodwin. They, they, so the, the caption is, is Marquise Goodman super fast or is Richard Sherman slow? Eesh. He's getting a little old. I think he's slow, especially coming off the Achilles injury. Yeah, you know, half a step slow, full it step slow. It is bad, bro. That bad? It is bad. Well, is it just blue by you kind of thing? Pretty much. It is right off the bat. Ooh. Just, that's bad, especially for a self-proclaimed, well, not really self-proclaimed, he is proclaimed by many people as one of the best one of the cover best, corners. You know, and, you know, maybe he's got to, you know, work on getting his wheels back underneath him, but I don't, once you lose speed, it's, yeah, it doesn't come back. It's not coming back. I'm hoping Marquise is that fast. Uh, he was a backup, I want to say, for the for the Olympic team in the 100 meter or something. I know he made it to the Olympic trials yeah. for, for sprinting out of Texas. Who's some of the fastest receivers or football players that, like, there's been a handful of guys who've ran track or, or went to the Olympic trials and, and done pretty good, right? Uh, I, would, I would have to agree with that. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody. Um, but then, like, uh, Green from the, like, back in the day from the Redskins. Oh, Daryl Green, the cornerback? Daryl Green. Like, he, I don't know if he did any sprints for, for, like, Olympic times, but that dude was fast. He was speedy. Um, if remember, you guys can think of anybody who all who tried out for the Olympics, either made the Olympics or... No, like, I remember the Niners back in the day had, like, Solomon or someone, and he was Olympian. You know, a couple of Olympic guys have... Ha- it's, it's, you know, I think there haven't been as many lately. Well, uh, what's his name? Percy Harvin was an awesome track runner for NC2A. Um, if you remember uh, the Atlanta uh, punt returner, kickoff returner, uh, back in the day, was it Dwight? Uh, Tim Dwight. Tim Dwight, yeah. Tim Dwight was actually a really good track star as well. Hmm. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. So that's, that's a question for the listeners. Yeah. You know, you're listening to this, Google it up, or if you know anybody that we can't think of because we're not that smart sometimes. <laughs> yeah. We don't really focus on track. No, well, I that's something ne- to keep you in shape in the off season. Yeah, and I was never fast enough to care about it, so I don't really. You get- threw. Yeah, I was a thrower. I threw shot and disc. I hung out with a lineman. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, you know, not that I'm, 
track is cool because you're just hanging out with everybody. Oh yeah, and you're checking out girls all day. You know, I, mean, I you know other than you know we have talked about doing rugby other than track, but track does have its positives when you're in high school. Oh, I completely agree. You know, you if you're a single guy in high school, you get to meet good-looking girls from other schools and in an athletic atmosphere. Exactly. You know, you know maybe these girls are wearing like compression shorts from Sleeve, forty percent off. HMW four zero percent symbol. Just kidding. <laughs> the per- don't push in the percent symbol. I'm just letting you know you're 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 gonna save forty percent off these sleeves. <laughs> We're ambassadors, Sean. Yes, we have to embrace that. You know, I'm gonna go to another country. I'm gonna ambass <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> oh shit. Um, but back to the training camps, uh, you know, looking into the Patriots training camp, their wide receiver core is very subpar. Uh, you got Julian Edelman out four games with alleged PED use. Um, Jordan Matthews pulled his hamstring and then they IR'd him and released him. Dang. So the NFL is so savage. Like, that. Oh, it is, dude. You love them one day and they're gone the next. You can't do that in the NBA. Mm-mm. You're getting paid still. You're giving up that money. Just like baseball. Guaranteed oh. money. But. Uh, Eric Decker, free agent, you know, from the Titans, worked out for him allegedly on Monday. Uh, they had one other guy, and I can't remember his name for the life of me, who tried out. Have you uh, seen, back to Eric Decker, there's a, oh, a quick chick update. His wife is banging. Jesse oh, James Decker. Yeah. She, I think she's trying, like, she tries to be a country singer. She, I don't know how many babies she's knocked out, but she's still a dime. Oh, good for you, Eric Decker. Back to minicamps. Good for you. Um... Another thing is, is they're talking um, uh, out of Raider camp. There's still no deal on the table for Khalil Mack. Oh, I know. How are you going to let one of the premier pass rushers of our time, like, go unsigned? He's the heart of their defense. Easily. You know, the kid from Buffalo just is a stud. Like, from any tech, he's a pass rusher. And, like, his stats are, his stats aren't that great. But he's in his prime, right? These are, like, the years that. He he's coming in, he's he's coming into his prime years, and I think he's his rookie contract is is up at. I mean that's what I'm assuming, or it's almost up, and they're not going to pay this dude. It's like, are you trying to go backwards? And allegedly, him and John Gruden, the new coach, have a great rapport amongst each other. Yeah. So it that that. Do you to think me, John Gruden just you know because he hasn't shown up to minicamp that John Gruden just took him to a strip club? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you know maybe with the chucky face oh my gosh um and you know i'm excited for that i want to see what john does with this team this year yeah it, it's gonna be interesting you know they they're not that they're not that great all around i mean they got some guys they made some moves you know the whole jordy thing and yeah you already got a decent receiving core even though they didn't perform as well yeah as everyone thought last year but you got Carr throwing yeah. that ball and you know they got a decent running game mi- minus marshawn um so we'll see how that goes. Uh, then you're going, you're going into like uh, going, staying in the division, staying in the AFC West. It's like you're looking at the Broncos. CJ Anderson, CJ Anderson's in Carolina. Uh, Jamal Charles doesn't have a team. Uh, they're looking at who's going to be the running back. Uh, they got Devontae Booker, uh, the kid out of Utah. I mean, he's good in the pass game, but. His explosive runs are far and few between. So the word out of that camp is uh, Royce Freeman, the rookie out of uh, Oregon. He was a Northern California kid. 
they're projecting him to possibly be the starter. Oh wow! Yeah, it's that's that's something to look out. Maybe for. like a little fantasy late pick. Yeah, something to think about. All right. And you know, staying in the West, you, you're looking at Seattle. Earl Thomas still is in not signed still. <sighs> like he's looking for an extension. If he he wants to either get an extension or get traded. It's it's crazy, you know. It's like how Earl Thomas is the only Legion of Boom member you got left, and you're not going to sign him. Yeah, he's a little older, a little slower. Is but, he holding out because he's not getting the, the the figures he wants? Uh, that would be my guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and then move, moving moving east, you know, Redskins. Josh Doxson, the guy they the TCU kid. Uh, he had a big, big season last year for him. Minus Kurt Cousins this year with Alex well, Smith. Well, Alex Smith is looking good. Yeah. I think he's going to perform well for him. I think so. If you think about it, he's been in the league just as – well, he's the same draft class as Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. yeah. Same, they've been in it for a long while, and, and Alex has performed Alex Smith well. won the national title with Urban Meyer yeah. at Utah. Urban, I'm sure he's done something dirty. Secrets. Secrets. Um, yeah, Josh Doxson out with an AC joint sprain. I mean, that those are those are nagging injuries. There's something that could come up and, and hamper him. Le'Veon Bell still doesn't have a contract. I, I heard there's an offer on the table, but I don't know if it's up to his his standards. He's a prime he's he's top two. He's a top, top three. he's a top two back for sure. Um keep keeping it up with uh, the next team, Packers. Uh Jake Ryan, their starting middle linebacker, about the only good defensive player they have left outside of an old Clay Matthews. He tore his ACL. He's done for the year. Uh it's Do you see everyone watching uh Philly camp and just looking at Carson Wentz like, is he gonna be able to make it? And Foles is just back to like, I got this. <laughs> I've never seen Foles more confident ever. Well it's like when did they test Carson Wentz? He's just off of knee injury. His knee braces look so big and clunky. Well, he's going to test positive for PEDs. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to miss four games. I'm going to go back stronger than ever. Yeah. It's like I think a four-game suspension for a cycle or two of HGH is, is well worth it. You got it. Nick Foles back there. I ain't no big yeah. deal, Coach. Yeah. You're good. Don't worry about me. I'll be back game five, and we'll be all right. What are you, you know, do you think the Eagles could do it again? They got better. Um, you know, their running back is their running back situation still okay. Defensively, they have the best defensive line in the game. Um, you know, it's it's comparable. The only other team defensive team I think comparable is probably the Rams. Like the Rams are fast, they got a great pass rush, they got great linebackers. They're paying for people. Yeah. Know. So they're is they, Sam did Sam uh, did uh Sam. Uh Donald Get uh, I think he's still holding out as well. I, I don't think he's gotten paid yet. Okay. But, you know, uh, Frank Gore looks good in Miami. They're, they're talking big things with him and the Dolphins this year. My He was my pick for player from the U. No big deal. Yeah, draft of randomness. Check Boom. it out. Still available. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of other things going on, but those are just some of the things we wanted to touch on on the NFL minicamps right now. Yeah. So keep keep an eye out. You know, we got some fantasy drafts coming up, so do your research because a lot of guys hurt. I mean, don't be that guy that fucking drafts somebody that's out six weeks because of an injury. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, Sean, I need some info on the MLB trade deadline. I think it just finished. Yeah. There's a lot of trades that happened. A lot of stuff went down. Like I already mentioned the Yankees in our, uh, in our opening segment, how and the moves they made, but just across the league, it's like, you got the Pittsburgh pirates. They picked up Chris Archer, the number one starter from the Rays. The, the dude's been struggling a little bit this year. He's killing my fantasy ERA and whip sometimes, but the K's are worth it. 
the K's are worth it. Um, so he's now in Pittsburgh. Um, like I said, Brian Dozier got traded today. Uh, there's been some other moves that Ballo go over right now that, you know, are, are well, you know, for me, the one that I, like shocked me the most, and like I know he's injured, but Justin Pedroia, Red Sox. Yeah, he's, he's been like a staple there. Yeah, he for he, so long. He was kind of the the last man standing from a different time, you know, with Big Poppy retiring. He's kind of that last guy from that era right. on that team. You know, he's injured and uh, they let him go. So, but they picked up uh, Ian Kinsler. Yeah. So they got they they took him from the Angels, who they got him from Texas or Detroit, one of the two. Um, defensively, he's okay. He's got a decent bat, strikes out a lot. He'll he'll find some uh, some friendly hitting in the confines of Fenway. If you ever have a chance, go check out Fenway. Uh, it is an awesome, awesome stadium. Have you been? Yeah, I've been. Really? I didn't even know you. Were... Yeah. Who'd you go with? I went. Uh, I went one summer when I went back east to visit my dad. Really? Yeah. Did you watch a game or you just check out the park? No, I watched a game. That's badass. Yeah, it was it was tight. It was tight. Uh Houston made some moves too, right? Yeah, they um they picked up Roberto Ozuna from the the Blue Jays. He's coming off a seventy five game suspension for another domestic violence charge. Um I wanna say the the verdict in that case was kinda lost. So I'm assuming the charges were dropped. He served his suspension. And they're going to work him into the rotation, or not the rotation, but in the bullpen somehow. I don't know if he's going to be the closer, but that's a big addition for their for their staff. And then other news with the trade landing line is the Washington Nationals didn't make a trade. Bryce Harper is still a Washington National. Yeah, I guess I guess they were fishing to see what they could get for him, and I don't either. They didn't like what the offers were, or they're like, all right, we're going to hold on to this guy. You know, if you you have to like play your cards and you got you know i don't think they dislike bryce you know i'm sure he he's you know carry some weight and at the at the end of it it's it's all business it's all business it's he's all business the best baseball one of the best out there yeah he's the second best outfielder in my opinion what you got trout trout of yeah. course mike he's not even clo- on the same spectrum as mike trout in my book right because- well, and you know he might be later he's still young yeah, he he's he's His never attitude is a little uh It's it's not even the attitude. He's just not the outfielder Mike Trout is. Mike Trout looks like a cool ass dude you want to hang out with. Yeah. Bryce Harper looks like the guy that you're gonna get in a fight with in a bar. Yeah. Did someone just tweet it or, or, or like tag Mike Trout and call him the best ever? I forget who was watching the game, but they were all following Mike Trout. Uh anyways. Yeah. He's the man. Um but yeah, MLB trade deadline. Hopefully, uh, the, all these uh, teams feel like uh, they're comfortable and they work out for them. I'm feeling like the Manny Machado move was the best. Uh, I think that was one of the best moves. Like, single player, you know, in terms of bettering your position, Manny Machado did the best. Like, Machado, potato. Same thing. Machado, potato. He went from a shit, a shit team in Baltimore to a potential World Series contender in L.A. Yeah, and who doesn't want to live in LA? We've said that before. Who Compared doesn't? to Baltimore, yeah, it's shitty weather half the year. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't get jumped when he walks down the street in downtown Baltimore. But <laughs> I'm I don't even know if he lives in downtown Baltimore. Yeah, he probably lives in the suburbs somewhere, somewhere fancy. Yeah, um, staying away from all the riffraff in the city. <laughs> well, hey, um, you know, good luck for Manny. Hopefully, he does good. And all, like I said, all the rest of the teams that made all these last minute trades. Um, 
But I wanted to bring up our hold my you know last episode. You know, I did a spur of the moment idea. Light bulb went off, and I decided, hey, we need a Hall of Fame. You know, and I made some quick nominees. One, my partner, number one crime partner, co-host Sean Foy. You know, I I, I can't do this without you, buddy. I and appreciate and, that, Paulo. You know, I have to nominate you into our whole our own Hall of Fame. You know, like I said, our core, our first listeners. If you're listening to this, that's you. Yeah, that you that know, was the second nomination. You're nominated, and you know, then I picked my favorite athlete growing up as a kid, you know, not, you know, not on my team, but I still watch his highlight films every day. I make my kids watch him and he's only 16 months, you know, he's playing hoops already. Michael Jordan. You got to go with his airness. It doesn't matter what hall of fame you're putting him in. Right. But we need some more nominees. This is, this is no joke. This is a serious hall of fame. Yeah. Um, and I, I have a nominee, uh, for this week's episode. Uh, my nominee is Randy Romero, our, Oh. Fearless producer who's not here. He again. is not, you know, he is busy. You know, he just got a promotion at work. Yeah. I, mean, we, I wish we could just podcast all the time because he'd be here. Totally. He's totally down. He's always down, sets up the equipment. Um, you know, he he provides good ideas. He's always our go-to guy when we got a movie question. IT help. Yeah. I don't even know how to work to InstaFace. Seriously. It's like, how, how do you turn this computer on? Where's the power button? I don't even know. I forgot the password three times. I have to ask him every single time. And he had to call his wife one time when he was at work. Yeah. And she's not as savvy, but. <laughs> Randy Romero. But. Nominated for the Hold My Whistle That's Hall of a Fame. great nominee. I, I, and I actually came up with one more uh, nomination. Uh, I want to thank our wives. You know, Randy's wife, Susie. Your wife, Veronica, was one of the best women I know. And then, of course, my wife, Elise, just, you know, for letting us have fun and do this. Yeah, she puts up, she puts up with me coming over twice a week and staying up late, you know. She's be. great to bounce ideas off of. Yeah, you know, if we're, we're kind of in a creative slump, we bring her down to the dungeon and, you know, she'll throw on some headphones and she'll giggle a little bit when we're not saying anything and, you know, make us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. So those are our new nominees. I, we don't quite know when we'll actually have our induction yeah. And announcements of who makes it into the Hall of Fame. But so, so far we have our wives. We have Randy, Sean, you the listeners, and Michael Jordan. Uh, took I, almost forgot, I almost forgot about MJ. Your own nomination. Can't you even know. remember that shit. It's not even that late, Paul. You, you're barely starting work. Well, you know, maybe I, I don't. You know, for how good Michael is, I don't know if he's a front runner in this. Yeah, he could be looking at the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, that's that's something for down the road. You know, we'll keep coming up with some nominees. And when we figure a time to implement the induction ceremony, we'll uh, we'll let you guys know. I, so do we do busts? You know, do we get a bust made for if you get inducted? I don't know. Or I do mean, we get a yellow coat? What color is our jacket? Yeah, is that... Oh. That's or not. maybe we get a yellow sleeve, 40% off. Dyn- Promo code HMW40sleeves.com. <laughs> Dynamite drop in, Paulo. Dynamite oh. drop in. But, hey, that's going to do it for the show this week. Um, if if you keep listening to us, you know, give us a shout out, you know, give us a comment. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, download us at Podbean. We're on Apple Podcast. YouTube. This is going to be our first episode on youtube oh episode 11 is on going to be on youtube um 
So follow us on there from now on as well. I, I found out a lot of people prefer the YouTube uh, source. Really? So a lot easier, yeah. Oh, I did not so, know we were going to YouTube this episode. Yeah, this is the first one. I would have done some so push-ups or something the to get a pump well, for the episode. It's just, it's, there's not going to be a visual. You know, we might oh. have the logo up, but you could hear us on, on YouTube. Oh, and we're, also, we're still on Google Play for all you Android users. Um, but yeah, check us out. You know, first-time listener or returning listener. Let us know what you think. We appreciate all feedback. And we appreciate you listening to us. Yeah, hey, guys, I just want to say one more time, 40% off promo code HMW. 40 sleeps.com hey i'm paulo i'm foy and we're out can you blow my whistle baby whistle baby let me know girl i'm gonna show you how to do it and we start real slow you just put your lips together and you come real